The sixth commandment seems quite straightforward and I'm sure most of us would not have killed anyone in the last week. However, as with all God's moral laws, this too has a deeper implication than simply not being responsible for the death of another human. Let's look at what Jesus says in Matthew 5:21-26. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says, You fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore if you bring your gift to the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar, and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly, while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge, the judge hand you over to the officer, and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. Raka, worthless. In Luke 6, 27-36 he says again, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also, and from one who takes away your cloak do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods do not demand them back and as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. In 1 John 3:15, everyone hating his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has everlasting life abiding in him. These are but a few scriptures referring to what God's mind is about murder and how he equates hate with murder. Now, we might say that we don't hate others, but when we focus in on the above scriptures, especially the verses in Luke 6, we can see even speaking unkindly about those who do harm to us is considered wrong in God's eyes. How often do we have angry thoughts towards another? Someone cuts in front of us on the road, or we receive bad service, or we get mistreated and speak badly about that person to anyone who would listen? In God's eyes this is equated to hate, which is equated to murder. How often do we take matters into our own hands to get justice or avenge our abuse? God clearly says in Romans 12, 19. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Does this mean we do not get angry? No, indeed, His Word says, Be angry and do not sin, do not let the sun go down on your anger, Ephesians 4:26. Basically Paul is recognizing that anger is unavoidable, but it is what we do and how we react when we are anger that might cause us to sin. The root of murder is hate, and hate can be kindled by acts performed when under the influence of anger. But we have a choice and we can choose to act in love rather than hate, even when we are angry. When we have the Holy Spirit in us we produce the fruit of the Spirit, and one of those fruits is self-control. When we practice self-control, we can choose love and acts of love rather than hate. This doesn't diminish the feeling of being angry, but it takes away the power of hate and produces a more constructive way of acting out when we are wronged. When we act out in the spirit of hate, it consumes our thoughts and actions and drives us to do more hateful things towards those we feel have wronged us. It takes over our daily lives. When we choose to act in love we receive a supernatural peace and our lives are not overshadowed by the actions done to us, but rather we move forward in healing and love and trust that God will avenge those who have wronged us. This is not an easy thing to do, it simply isn't as easy as not killing anyone. It takes the supernatural love of Jesus to obey this commandment and He will bring to our attention every evil intent of our heart. When I reactively curse someone who cuts me off in traffic or causes me to slam on the brakes, I have to repent as I act out in hate rather than love. When I slander someone's name because of a wrong they have done to me, I have to repent as I kill their reputation. 
When I nurture the anger towards someone I have a disagreement with by gaining support from others for my point of view, I have to reap it of creating more hate towards that person. Our human nature is all about self, self-interest, self-love and proving that we are right and others are wrong. This is contrary to the love of God. Because God demonstrates His own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 8. Whenever you feel anger, remember Christ's words, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them.